This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone. As he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. Hey, welcome everybody. It's another edition of Turning Two with Booney. I'm the executive producer of the Boone Podcast, Rich Herrera, joined by the Gold Glover, the uh, the inspiration for millions around the world. Uh, Silver, I don't know, whatever. What else, what else? What else should I? What else should I say about you today, Booney? That's funny, Herrera. That is funny. What's going on? Um, listen, I'm just happy to be here. I'm back. Went on a little vacation. If you see. I bought myself a Bob Boone lid on my trip to Anaheim to see the Angels. Um, and I was thinking about a young Brett Boone running around the Big A, terrorizing ticket takers, ushers, grounds crew, visiting teams, and and all the rest. It was kind of cool when we walked through. I didn't realize. I didn't know this. I, I, I think I did, but I had forgotten that, Bob, your father's handprints were in the cement outside the front of the stadium underneath the big hats. Yeah, that's one of the, at the big A, well, it used to be the big A. Uh, it's a pretty cool feature, I think. And and I had no idea. My my daughter, uh, years ago, she just sent me this, this picture of my dad's handprint. And I thought, what is that in front of the, the family house that I grew up in? I had no idea where it came from. She goes, no, dad, that's a that's at the angel stadium. I said, get out of here. I didn't know that. And then the other day you were there, you went on a trip there. You sent it to me. As soon as you sent it, I knew exactly where you were. It, it was, it was pretty cool to see Bob and I, and, I, and the only reason I'm friends with you is because I'm such a big Bob Boone fan. Without a doubt. Without uh, a doubt. I told you that when we first met, you know, the only reason I'm talking to you is because Bob was one of my favorite players as a kid growing up. What do you remember about running around the big A as a little kid? Well, actually you, you were, you were a little bit older when you guys moved out from, from Jersey, right? I was a little bit older, you know, I was getting, let's see, I was, it was just my sophomore year in high school. Okay. So I was getting out of that age of, I had to go to the ballpark with dad all the time. I was, I was kind of getting into my own baseball and, you know, social activities, girls, and I had stuff to do, but, uh, actually it was fun for me. I got a job on the, uh, on the visiting side, uh, visiting clubhouse. Just doing what bat boys do, clean the shoes, wash the laundry. And then and then uh, three or four nights a week, I was the ball boy down the right field line, which I loved because I would just sit there and talk to fans and, and warm up Reggie Jackson in right field occasionally, throw one over his head. He got pissed. I threw my arms up like, what do you want me to do? You're playing catch with a 15-year-old. So that that's my memories of Anaheim Stadium and, and when dad played there. But uh, they had some they had some great teams you know i remember bobby gritch love watching bobby gritch play let's see carew was at first doug desensei is at third it was a combo of foley at short right and the rooster yeah uh burleson yeah 
Freddie Lynn, when we first got there, was a center fielder. Reggie and Wright, uh, Don Sutton on the hill. McCaskill later in my dad's career was there. Uh, Someone who we just had on the podcast, Chuck Finley. Chuck Finley. Um, Yeah, so I I got good memories. Would you – because you grew up going to the ballpark just running around, right, whether it was in Philadelphia or – or Anaheim would, would Aaron tag along? Yeah, Aaron would. Aaron, Aaron's more formidable years were when when Dad uh, got traded to the Angels because Aaron was a little bit older. In Philly, you know, Dad started taking me right at probably five. I started right. going to the ballpark and up. You know, I moved after I was thirteen or fourteen, so Aaron was nine, ten. So a lot of Aaron's uh, years that I had in Philadelphia. Those were Aaron's years in Anaheim. So he'd go to the ballpark all the time with dad. That's that's a special time that, that I have in my life and, and getting a little bit older now looking back on it. Those, those are some really cool years that, that at the time as little kids, we take for granted and think, oh, you know, every kid gets to do this. But when you look back, it's awesome. Um, the kids today, and I encourage players today, current players. I said, you know what? If you can get your kid to the ballpark, you can't get the experience I got because they don't allow that anymore. Insurance and, and liability. you would run around on the field. Oh, I'm shagging flies. I'd be taken infield with the team when I was seven years old. Uh, <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Ruley Carpenter's Phillies. He was pretty laxed on the rules as far. It was basically you had to self-regulate. Uh, so the, right. so whoever the son was, it's like you got to determine whether your son can handle sitting at a big at a big league field at shortstop during batting practice. If you deemed he could handle it, well then you're fine. And if he if he gets hit in the face, well then you're you deal with it. I'm not like that anymore. But uh, I always encourage players, if you can get your kids out to the ballpark, uh it's it's it turns into a special memory because because I'm living proof years later that that those are some of the the fondest times uh especially in my childhood but pretty awesome pretty fortunate. Because each of the Boone boys kind of grew up in a different ballpark. You grew up in Philadelphia. Aaron's formative years were at the Big A. And then Matthew, your youngest brother, right. really spent a lot of time in Kansas City. Yeah, Matty was you know, he's 10 years younger than myself. So uh, dad, late in dad's career, he went to Kansas City. And that was Matthew's time. Right. You know, and there's still there's pictures of Matthew Batboy and for the Royals and when my dad and, and into my dad's managerial years. Really? Uh, Matthew, uh, you know, shaking hands with George Brett as he comes in after hitting a home run. And and Matty has a lot of fond memories from those Kansas City years. So, yeah, pretty unique in, in our family just because of the dispersity of, of the years. You know, Aaron being four years younger than me and Matthew being 10. We all got uh, a similar experience, but in a different venue. But in your own way. Right, right. So... I always think it's interesting of all the guests we've had on the podcast is that uh, Dusty Baker talked about seeing the Boone kids running around in Philadelphia. And that inspired him to have Darren, who's now playing professional baseball. Right. You all remember Darren running onto the field and JT Snow saving him during the World Series. But Dusty said he would look over there and see the Boone boys running yeah. around with the, with your little uniforms. And he said, you know, one day I want that for my boy. Yeah, it, it was kind of cool when we had Dusty, and he, and he did say that. He said, Brett, you know you're responsible for my son coming to the ballpark and almost getting run over at home plate. I said, how is that, Dusty? And he told the story. Uh, but that's cool. And, and those are things, you know, uh, 
not too many people get Dusty to tell a story about you, about when you were a kid and, and he was going to uh, inspire to have his kid do what you did. I, I mean, I don't know, just, just neat things like that, neat stories like that, that you can't get anywhere else. Well, it's, it's, it's funny. Cause I keep thinking about this. Cause I remember your, didn't your mom have little Boone jerseys made for you boys? No, no. Who, who, where'd you get the jerseys? Uh, no, no. Those were, Rich, that was a big deal. I mean, back then, it's like you get your uniform, and that's a big deal. Because you couldn't I just said, call Fanatics to get it. No, I said, Dad. And we're little. So right. you got it's got to fit right. And, and believe me, when I was six years old, it wasn't okay to have the, the knockoff that someone, that grandma or your aunt right. showed for you. I had to have. Philadelphia Phillies issued uniforms. They got to be just like the players because if they're not, I'm embarrassed because I wanted to be one of the guys. So I, I remember when dad ordered me my first uniform and there was a clubhouse guy. His name was Kenny Bush, legendary in Philadelphia. And Kenny was, he, he looked like he was the meanest man in the world, but he really had a heart of gold, but he would every day look at me. What do you want? You know, he'd give me that look and I'd be like, Hey, Kenny, I was just wondering if my uniform came in yet. He's like, I'll tell you when it, when it comes in, uh, he was that type of guy. He was awesome. <laughs> but I remember when I got my first uniform, I tried it on. I'm like, this is great. So we went on the road. Dad took me on a road trip. I said, dad, I need a road uni. And he's like, <laughs> You, you have one uniform, one uniform. Pete Rose Jr., when Pete got traded to the Phillies, uh, Petey Jr. came over. And I'll tell you what, you talk about – he spoiled it for the rest of us because he came in. He had two home uniforms, two road unis. He had the practice, everything team issued. And I'm there over there slumming it with one home uniform that I'm wearing on the road. And, uh, yeah, I didn't appreciate that. But, no, that, that, that's what it was like for me as a kid. Well, because there's that one great photo. I think it's you and Aaron and your dad, and you're all in the Philly pinstripes. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool one. And and uh, who is in that one? Is is Grandpa in it? No, no I, there's one that I see. It's black and white, and it's you. And oh, it's me, Mom, Aaron, and yeah, and, uh, yeah, and myself or and Dad. Yeah. And there's another one though. There's another one floating around that's pretty cool. It's Dad, myself, and Ray. A, me and Aaron. Yeah, yeah, Dad, Ray, Aaron, and myself, and it was an old-timers game. Gramps is in his Boston uniform. They used right. to do that. They used to do that back in the day, especially in Philadelphia. They'd bring old-timers, and it didn't matter if you were a Red Sox. Gramps would show up at his Red Sox unit. It's like any old-timer that wants to come can come play. That was pretty cool. That I, did, I didn't know that story about, yeah. about your grandfather. Oh, yeah, Gramps is out there ripping it. But at the time, he's probably in his mid-50s. Right. Uh, yeah, so he, he – Well, you he tell the story – You've never told this on the podcast before. You would show up. You, you were over at his house for some reason. You just kind of alluded to it, and you would tell him, um, let, let's play, and you'd have on catcher's gear or something like that. Over at his house in San Diego, and this is, I'm probably one, two okay. years old. And it, Because early in my life, I spent a lot of time with my grandpa. I'm talking about from, from the time I was born until I was three or four, because mom and dad we're married. Dad was at Stanford. Uh, and then dad was straight into the minor leagues. So I spent a lot of time with my grandpa and I remember the stories. I've got the videos, I've got the pictures, but they're all on V on VCR. So I've got to get them changed over, but I got cool stuff. I've got me and grandpa mowing the front lawn, me hitting in the front yard when I'm probably nine or 10 months old. 
and uh, we've got videos of it. And really, that, you're making me think about. It. I want to. I want to get all that. All right, there's uh, a sponsor somewhere transfer. in here that I think could 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 transfer those <laughs> over for us because you know the game has changed. Like I was watching the other day, uh, the ticker on MLB on MLB uh, television, and a couple of players are out on paternity leave. And I remember I was thinking, and it just immediately made me think of the story of your dad getting grief because he wasn't there when Matthew was born because it was the All-Star game. Right. Because players didn't get to take paternity leave back in the day. Different time. You know, it's it's just a different time. Can you imagine today uh, one of the players telling his wife, well, just do it on your own. Have your brother come over or something. I got a game to play tonight. Well, okay, that's, tell the story about, tell the story about that's, Bob. And, that's and how it was. Bob, Sue, yeah. and Matthew. That's how it was. Uh, mom was due to to have Matthew right around the All-Star break. Dad made the All-Star team. It was in Seattle. And he just they made the 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 uh, husband wife decision that how many All-Star games you get to go to. You never know. It might right. be your last. So uh, you got to go, Bob. And you can't be missing it just because we're having a kid here. <laughs> so dad just she said, take. Take Brett with you. Take Brett and Aaron, so they're out of my hair. And then my mom will fly in, and and I think both of the moms, my mom's mother and, and dad's mother, were there for the birth. And and dad, uh, dad's Ray, at the wife is Patsy, right? Patsy. And yeah. I remember doing an interview in Seattle, and they're like, "Well, congratulations, Bob. Uh, you just had a a son named Matthew." And he's like, "Yeah, that's great." And and I, dad told me he got a lot of backlash though from from uh from that interview like how dare you go to the all-star game when your wife's home having a bit but that's how that's how it was and you know it's i don't know i th I think it's just the way people thought then and my my understanding is you know what if mom was okay with it because mom had to sign off on it right and and my mom you know is probably the most traveled baseball wife probably the most on the planet as we speak being right. i think she's 73 or 74 years old uh i don't know any woman on this planet currently that has seen more baseball action than sue boone and right. and that's what we call her the matriarch and uh we got to get her was, back on if, the program if so. it was okay with mom uh then i'm okay with it yeah, absolutely take your business further with the smart and flexible american express business gold card you can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash business gold card. All right. Hey, let's get into turning two with Boone. Um, so I'll, I'll throw this out. Something yes. you, they, they always say. When you go to the ballpark, there's something you might see that you'll never see another time or see it for the first time or whatever. Well, I'm paraphrasing here, but I got a chance. The game I saw was the Angels and the Athletics. I saw two players back-to-back -back bombs twice in the ballgame. People are going crazy. Oh. And all of a sudden, I get a text from somebody who says, you know, that's cool <laughs> what you're seeing tonight. Now, it wasn't you. It was somebody else. You know, it's cool what you're seeing tonight, but did you see this? It was a listener said, Hey, did, did you see this? Booney's done this. And no, they were no. and they and Rich. all of a sudden now, uh, you you you're part of that lore of uh back to back bombs. Rich, that that 
these guys, and, and I ended up checking it out, and uh, it was Aguilar and it was Rooker, right, for, for the A's, and they went back to back twice in the same game, first twice inning and third game. inning, and I started getting some, you know, Twitter guys yelling at me, "Hey, Booney, you and Cameron," and I thought about it because, and and I sent Cammy a text, and I said, "That's amateur hour." Doing it in the same game, Mike try do it, right? Try doing it in the same inning, and then give me a call. Because <laughs> you guys did it in the it same. It just shows inning? it. Ju- it just yeah. It just shows it. When Mike and myself did it, obviously we knew at the end of that inning we had done something special. I mean, if you get out of the first inning, you've got two homers. Let alone your teammate has two homers as well, and he's hitting back to back with you. You know, you did something special. Uh, but the special thing that happened in that game was not that. It was Mike hit ended up hitting four that day, so which was unbelievable. I, I've never seen that. I mean, what's it happened a handful of times in the history of baseball? But I do think Mike and myself are the only two players in the history of baseball to go back to back twice in the same inning. We did it in the first inning in Chicago, I believe it was two thousand two. But uh, at the time, you, you you know it was something cool. But when something like this happens the other night in in two thousand twenty three. We're going back to back twice in the same game. That's unbelievable, let alone the same inning. So pretty cool. But yeah, I had to have a little fun with it. When anybody asked me about it, I would just respond with that's that's amateur hour. Just try doing it in the same inning. Same inning. That same would inning. be okay. So we always do two things. That's why it's turning two with Booney. All right. So that's something I've never seen before. Yeah, pretty what's pretty most, awesome. Pretty what's awesome. the most unusual thing that you've ever seen at a ball game? That same game. Mike Cameron hitting four home runs, four home runs. I don't know what it's in the history of the game. Maybe 11 times, maybe 13. I, I forget what it is, but that's a pretty rare occurrence. This game has been going for a long time. 150 years. It's happened this many 11. times. Yeah. And, Cam- Unbe- and Mike Unbe- Cameron was Mike Cameron was one. He of did them. it that day. I remember he hit his fourth. I couldn't believe it. Now I felt like I, I was horrible. I had two home runs, two home four runs. RBIs. And Cammy hits his third. I remember I go Homer, Homer. He goes Homer, Homer. I go strikeout. He goes Homer. I go strikeout. He goes Homer. <laughs> and now I feel bad because he's got four home runs. He's got four RBIs because I'm hitting in front of him. So I either hit a home run or strike out. My last at bat, I walk. And uh, it was it was his fifth at bat. Nobody's ever in the history of the game hit five in in right. game. And I think it was Paulie Canerco at first base. And, and I turned to him. It was a blowout game. I mean, we were killing him. And and especially then, there, there's an unwritten rule in baseball that when you're up by 10 in the eighth or ninth inning, you don't swing 3-0. And Cameron gets to 3-0. And I, I turned to Canerco. I've told this story before. I said, Paulie, if there's ever an exception to swing 3-0, I would say it was right now. And he just looked at me and he goes, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Right. And I knew Mike wasn't going to swing. He took the 3-0 fastball right down the middle. I believe he fouled the 3-1 straight back. Great swing. And then the 3-2, he hit a bullet to right field. I knew running that it wasn't a home run. I knew it was going to be a line drive to the right fielder. But he lined out to the track. Uh, and that would have been five. And I and I remember we had the, you know, how you have the kind of the tower with the bats. Right. You kind of put them up and he walks through his tunnel. I remember. Like the cross swords. Yeah. After the game, we were up in the, in the White Sox clubhouse and we did a little special for him and everybody forgot I hit two home runs, but I I, I guess it's all right. I told Cammy one day I'll flip that story around. Washed, washed away in history. 
Yeah. Cameron's four home runs. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Feel good story. That's pretty cool. 2400 sports is an odyssey company. 